Coming to you live from the Cross Country Mortgage Campus in Berea, Ohio, this is Cleveland Browns Daily on 850 ESPN Cleveland. Here are your hosts, Bo Bishop and Nathan Zagura. Welcome into a special edition of Cleveland Browns Daily here where we go through some of the best one-on-one interviews I've had this season as we get ready for the 2022 edition of your Cleveland Browns coming to you from the Cross Country Mortgage Campus in Berea. Coming up. Some of the new faces with the Browns. You're going to hear a one-on-one with Amari Cooper. With one-on-one with the Pro Bowl All-Pro return man, Jakeem Grant. You're going to hear from Browns' new backup quarterback, Jacoby Brissett. And one that I know everybody's excited about, one-on-one with Perrion Winfrey. His CBD debut from back on May 19th. And also some familiar faces. Nick Harris stopped by the studio back in April. Anthony Walker, he returned to the Browns as the offseason program wrapped up. We caught up with him right after minicamp and then we're going to close things out today with my exclusive one-on-one with Jadevian Clowney from when he signed to rejoin the Cleveland Browns so some familiar faces some new faces all part of this roster the general manager Andrew Barry along with head coach Kevin Stefanski worked to construct to get ready for a big big season in 2022 and, and they talk about smart tough accountable what you're going to hear over the next hour in these interviews is that the Browns not only got very talented people very talented players but quality people people who fit into the culture that the Browns are trying to build here in a culture that the Browns certainly hope will bring a lot of wins this season when we come back we're going to kick it off with Amari Cooper he of multiple thousand yard seasons pro bowl appearances the newest Browns number one receiver Coming up next here on this special edition of Cleveland Browns Daily. Cleveland Browns Daily on 850 ESPN Cleveland. Welcome back into this special edition of Cleveland Browns Daily. I want to remind you that if a car, truck, or motorcycle accident has caused you injury, call the injury lawyers at 1-800-ELK-OHIO for a free case review. Elk and Elk, proud partner of the Cleveland Browns. When I saw the news that the Browns traded for Amari Cooper, I was thrilled. I knew what he brought in terms of being a route runner, in terms of production. I didn't really know much about him in terms of how he conducted himself, what he liked to do in an interview, what he liked to talk about. But I got that opportunity to catch up with him right after he joined the Browns. And I can tell you, so far, everybody is thrilled with what they've seen from him on the field, in the locker room as well. You're going to find out why. Here is my one-on-one with Browns wide receiver, Amari Cooper. Welcome to the Browns. Thrilled to have you on the team. How have you liked it so far, getting back in the building, getting around the guys? Yeah, I mean, thanks for having me. Uh, appreciate your time. Uh, but, no, it's been cool. Uh, it's been a lot of fun uh, just being able to new, meet new guys. Um, like I said before, it's like uh, it's like your first day on college campus, meeting all, all the other freshmen and all the players on the team. Uh, and then it's like, you know, being drafted all over again, going to a new team. So it's, it's that type of experience, which is always a – a good experience, you know. So you have been in with the, with the Raiders, with the Cowboys, and now with the Cleveland Browns. And I would say, some people would say, oh, you've been traded twice. I look at it as you have three teams who have said, we need to have you on our roster, mm-hmm, right? Mm-hmm. Drafted by the Raiders. Cowboys said, we're going to pony up quite a bit, bring you to Dallas. The Browns saying, we're going to pony up. We're going to get you here to Cleveland. That's kind of unique, right? You've never been a free agent. Three teams, though, and every time somebody <laughs> says, we want you, and you're going to come in and be a big part of what we're going to do here. Yeah, yeah, never been a free agent. Um, but, yeah, I mean, it's 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 cool. Like, I liken it to, like, when I was young. Um, the only opportunity I had to travel was when I played 
AAU basketball, but we were fortunate enough to win a championship in football. We would start playing out of town to to win the nationals, and then track like you uh you keep qualifying, you start participating in regional events, and then eventually nationals. Uh, and so it's the same thing like being in the NFL. Like I'm getting the opportunity to see the world, you know, uh, through through sports. So I mean that's a that's a that's a great feeling. But as far as the football aspect, you know, I I didn't ever grow up and say hey, I want to play for this team, I want to play for that team. I okay. grew up and said, um, I, I want to be in the NFL. You know what I mean? So that was my dream. Uh, and it's it's such a great feeling to be a part of, well, three now, very storied franchises, you know. I don't so, know if anybody's had, like, th- been able to be a part of three more iconic uniforms either. Yeah, yeah. Especially now we got ours back to the traditional one. But, I mean, you think about the silver and black, and then you think about the Cowboys and now the Browns. Mm-hmm. That's pretty cool. Yeah, it is. Like I said, I mean, it's a blessing. I don't really have anything to complain about. I mean, people always ask me all the time, like, hey, Coop, how you doing? How you been? I'd be like, yo, I can't, <laughs> can't really complain about, about much. So when you come here, and as you said, it's like you got to start over. I know you're a pro bowler. You've got 1,000-yard seasons under your belt. you got a great resume. What's that kind of like coming into a new locker room where there's a lot of guys in here who probably look up to you? It's a young receiver room, so there are a lot of guys who probably watched you growing up, wanted to be like Amari Cooper, and then now here you are in the room with them. Yeah, I mean, you know, one of the main things at this point in my career is just constantly improving. You know, you never arrive. You never want to be in the same place. And I think I have a lot to build on. I think I still have a lot to prove. Uh, got a lot left in the tank, but more importantly, I I, I don't I think I could put to, together more complete seasons. I well, I know I can. I know I have the ability to, and you know this is the perfect place to do it. And as far as guys on the team, you know, like the um, time spent in the NFL goes by really fast. I'm already yeah. in my yeah, I'm already in my eighth my eighth season. And is so, that crazy? It is crazy. And you don't quite. You, you don't quite understand it until you look up and, and you're like, wait, is this this is year eight? <laughs> like, it's a long time, man. So um, I, I do understand now, like, when I am sitting in one place that, you know, some of these guys, when I was drafted or my last year in college, these guys were, like, in middle school and stuff. So just like how I looked up to guys like, you know, Reggie Bush, Percy Harvin, and all yeah. those, Michael Crabtree, when I was in um, high school and they were in college or when I was in middle school and they were in college and, it's the same way with me. And, um, you know, some guys will outright say it. Some guys will be more reserved about it. But I understand that it's my responsibility to, you know, help those guys grow as a veteran. So, yeah. So the first time I got to see you play in the National Football League, you came to First Energy Stadium your rookie season. And I'm pretty sure, and I don't know if I have this exactly right, but in my mind, you caught like five balls for 70 yards just on the opening drive. You ended up having a very good game against Joe Hayden. And I remember oh, watching yeah. you. And I remember saying to myself, oh, my God, this guy can create separation. Your routes were so crisp, so precise. And it was one of those things where you're just like, all right, we're just going to go one-on-one right down the field. And you obviously on that day, that was a great day for you. When people talk about you as being a great route runner, first of all, let's start with this. Do you have any memories of being here at First Energy Stadium in that game in particular? Of course. Uh, of course. Um, I think that was my third football game in the NFL. That's right. It was early in your rookie year, yeah. Early in my rookie year. And obviously, like, you always want to test yourself against the best. And, you know, at that time, Joe Hayton was easily top three cornerback. Yes. You know, without a doubt, one of the highest. a tremendous dude, by the way. Uh, Yeah, and and he had all the tools, you know, quick. But he also was able to use his hands, great ball skills. Saw him lock up a lot of the top receivers in the league. So it it was really a test for me. And, um, 
you know, they had told me early on, like, hey, we throwing you the ball the first play. He's going to be on you. Go make a play. And so I just – I caught that first ball, and it gave me all the confidence in the world that I can consistently beat him. But I I would be remiss if I was to say it was easy. You know, he got his hands on me a, a lot. He's and a I physical just, guy. Yeah, I just so happened to, like, win at the top of the route. So it wasn't easy by any stretch of the imagination. But that's what it's about. That's the competition that – that we live for as a as wide out. So. And you're gonna get that competition in practice. You got on this roster Denzel Ward who just signed a nice contract, making him the highest paid mm-hmm. corner in the league. And you guys have gone against each other in the league. You got Greg Newsom, last year's first round pick. You know Greedy Williams, former second rounder. So a lot of talent in that corner room. Do you get do you get excited for that stuff? And listen, you were going against Diggs last year down there in Dallas. You get excited to kind of have some of those matchups in training camp. That iron sharpens iron. Yeah, it's exactly what you say. You took the words out my mouth. Uh, iron sharpens iron. Um, and like I said, constantly improving. You can't improve if you're not going against, you know, you're not going against the best competition. If you're constantly going against somebody who you're 10 times better than in practice, it's not going to always be that way in the game. So I'm fortunate to be here to have such such a good secondary to go against, make the games a little bit easier for me. When you hear best route runner in the league, what does that mean to you? And what do you think it is that you do or the, the work that you put in that allows you to be that consistent that good and to create the separation which is ultimately the key to playing your position and catching the football obviously but it doesn't matter if they're not gonna throw it to you if you're not creating separation yeah i mean it's a, it's one of the best compliments you can have as a wide receiver no doubt you know in terms of getting open because i mean you create that separation you make the quarterback's job a hundred times easier you know um you just have to be on the same page with them let them know like this is how i'm going to run certain routes because it's not all it's not always how it is on paper, you sure. know. So, um, no, it's a it's a great compliment, um, and I understand that a lot of guys, when it comes to that aspect of, of wide receiver, they look to me to um, when they when they're trying to get better at that particular thing. So, yeah. Initial impressions of Chad O'Shea, your wide receiver coach. We're, we love Chad here on this program. He's been in the league for a very long time and very successful at it, and I think probably demanding but very fair. And I know he's thrilled to have you here. Yeah, that's what I'm getting from him, too, uh, demanding but very fair. Uh, it seems like he really understands what it's like to be a wide receiver in this league. Um, obviously, he's been in the league a long time. And one of the things I like about him just in initially is he understands, like, there's more than one way to skin a cat. Like, we were talking yesterday just about a slant route, you know, a very uh, simple route uh, from the outside looking in. But he understands, hey, depending on what type of guy you are, depending on what type of skill sets you have, you can run it a whole bunch of different ways and still win. And that's what, you know, that's what I try to get people to understand all the time because, you know, some coaches will come in and outright want you to kind of be a robot, you know, um, which is, you know, it's not good. <laughs> you know, Stop it's not, it. It restricts you. Yeah, it restricts you. But I think one of the things that stuck out with me is he said, hey, you have to understand the quarterback's drop. So if he has just quick game, one step or three step, uh, five-step, seven-step drop, you have to make your routes marry up to that. And I think I'm pretty good at that. And so um, as long as I get my depth on a route um, and everything like that, I can make it time up to, to the quarterback's drop. Like I won't be too early. I won't be too late. But I I will be creative so that I can get open. I love that. And part of that you mentioned is comes with building the chemistry. And you're here. Deshaun is here. What's it like getting to meet your new quarterback and, and start to build that chemistry so that it becomes kind of – second nature and you guys are seeing th- things through the same eyes he's a great quarterback man he's <laughs> done a lot in this league already 
Um, but yeah, talking through some things, running some routes, and I think he understands. Like he understands that you know different different guys are gonna run routes different ways. Hey, as long as long as the time's up, um, he's cool with it. As long as you can prove to him that you're gonna get open, he he's cool with it. He's very flexible in that way, which is a, a great thing to have between wide receiver and the quarterback. And how much does it help a receiver and a quarterback who is accurate? Because he puts it where it needs to be. So, A, that you can get the catch. But, I mean, the guy's career 68.7% completions. But that leads to yak. That leads to hitting you in stride so you can make plays and be the playmaker all the time. Uh, it's, it's, it's very important. I mean, it's, it's a symbiotic relationship between the receiver and the quarterback. Like I said earlier, um, I get open. I make the quarterback's job 100 times easier. But the reality of the situation is I'm not going to be open every single time. Like the other guy, like you just said, we just – signed the highest paid corner in the league like those guys get They're paid good. too they're good um so sometimes i'm i'm not going to get as much separation and that's when that accuracy comes into play hey i didn't get enough separation on this play but if he can throw it on my outside shoulder my inside shoulder and that's where you have to that's where your other skills at wide receiver come into play hey the route didn't really work how i wanted it to but hey am i am i coming all the way back to the ball am i do i have strong hands um and so that's where that's where that accuracy comes into play yeah quiet, confident, professional. I think those are the words that you could use to describe Amari Cooper, a guy who has done it at a very high level for a long time. Coming up next, though, somebody who's looking to begin his career, start doing things at a high level for a very long time. The newest member of the Browns offensive line starting unit, center Nick Harris. And I think you're really going to enjoy this one. A lot of personality. Nick Harris coming up next. Cleveland Browns Daily on 850 ESPN Cleveland. Welcome back into this special edition of Cleveland Browns Daily. My friends, the Bath Authority can give you that bathroom of your dreams. You can transform your current bathroom into a custom bath. You can do it for about a day. It'll feel like a spa by the time they're done. Let the Bath Authority make it a reality for you at a fraction of the cost of the competitors. The Bath Authority is Cleveland's premier bath and shower remodeler, expert, factory-trained installers. Give them a call now for 500 bucks off your next custom bath or shower remodel. That number is 216-220-8399 or go to thebathauthority.com. It's where a Affordability beats quality. Largest selection of bath projects are all made in the United States. Change your bathroom from outdated to outstanding in about a day. Superior products with expert installers only at the Bath Authority. And now Nick Harris makes his CBD debut. This is from April 11th. Fun conversation. You're going to enjoy it. Let's have a listen. Joined now by a native of Los Angeles, Brown Center Nick Harris. I say that because it's been a long time since we were able to have players in here. Um, and the last native yeah. LAN that was in here was probably Mr. Dog. Snoop Dogg was in here with he us. Was. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah, oh. He. <laughs> yeah, he. This was pre, you know, pre-pandemic, Nick. He was in here and... We, we had a lot of big, big people in here. Addressed him yeah. as Mr. Dog, and we had a great talk about things. <laughs> so you're talk. in great LA, L.A. company here, buddy, with the icon. I don't know how I'm going to back that up. <laughs> no, you'll be fine. You're going to be fine, buddy. And you came in here with uh, – you got a little little of your own side. What, what's the story here behind this bottle we got? Yeah, uh, Jack Conklin apparently has the uh, a good taste for hot sauces, and he, you know, gifted me this Bajan pepper sauce from Barbados, so – We'll see how it uh gonna have to check that out. Yeah, I'm gonna have to try that out. I don't know. Now what are you where are you gonna put this on? Is there what's the first thing it goes on? Is it an eggs? Is oh, it, it has to be eggs. eggs yeah, that's eggs. a that's no, man, yeah, it's, not for me. And you love the hot sauce, but anti egg. Yeah, anti egg. You hate to say it. You hate to say <laughs> it. That's right. So my mind would have gone to like on a, a fish. Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah fish yeah, should have been like good that. with that. Yeah. yeah I could sure. see that even on a on a pork chop, to be honest. For with sure. You. For sure. 
Yeah. Nice grouper, maybe. Oh uh, yeah, sure. sure, sure. <laughs> I think that might work. Nick, how you been, man? How's you been? Z. So, truth be told. For many weeks, Z is like, I see Nick all the time. Yeah. <laughs> like, let's get him on the show. <laughs> He's, He's we here. See him all the time. Bring him up. It's it's not a far walk. Um, so so you've been here. You've been working, man. That's, yep. that's what the offseason has been. Yep, the whole time. Um, just been in Cleveland, you know, in the facility every day. Just working with uh, Evan Marcus and all those strength guys down there. It's, you know, trying to get right. <laughs> just trying yeah. to, you know, get ready for, uh, you know, the season and OTAs and all that stuff. But, no, it's been good. I'm glad. This is like my speed. Like I love this type, this time of the year, just lifting weights and you know, just being a meathead. <laughs> you know, so like, you know, it's it's been good. It's been real good. But I, I did take a little trip for you know ten, twelve days and came back, got right back into the groove. So it's been good. It's been real good. That's awesome. Well, yeah. I, not only have I seen him, I just see him in the weight room all the time, throwing <laughs> around heavy weights. I'm in there trying to get myself, you know, you know, get myself in shape. You're in there going bonkers. What's kind of been the focus of what you're doing? Because we have a great strength team, and, you know, Evan Marks, he got my Romanian deadlift for him, right, <laughs> which is good, prevent me from getting hurt. But yeah. what are you guys doing in there? Because you guys are going, getting after it hard. Yeah, no, I mean, we're doing a little bit of everything, but I think I think my, my main focus was, um, you know, putting on good, good muscle mass um, and just making sure I'm just, you know, con continuing strength, you know, just trying to get as strong as possible we can. Um, and are you seeing the gains? Oh yeah, hundred percent, hundred percent. Yeah, no, it's 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 been good. It's my numbers have gone up a lot, <laughs> substantially. Actually, um, I even do stuff. I'm like, I didn't, I didn't even know I could do that now. But hey, I guess it's working. So, um, and then just keeping my weight up, trying to you know get my nutrition right, um, you know, timing my meals and eating what you know the necessary calories to replace you know all that work that gets done in the morning. So, um, yeah, no, we've had a good we've had a good plan going. Um, and a lot of just core work, you know, that core stability work, especially at that position is, is key, you know, dealing with those big guys in there. So, um, you know, it's been, it's been good. It's been real good. And I, and I'm reaping the benefits. So we just got to keep it going really until, you know, until football stuff starts. But I, I remember when you, when we drafted you and, you know, Z has pretty good ear for what's going on in the building. And, and we were on the air doing talking and Z goes, uh, they really like Nick Harris. They really like Nick. It's true, and and that's I'll never forget that. And and so you know the way that you, that you're felt about in the building, but you this is part of the deal too. You have to bide your time, and you've been you know you've had to come in. You filled in admirably, um, and now it appears like your moment is here now a little bit. Um, how tough was it not playing all the time for someone who played played all the time? Right. And how excited are you for an opportunity that now could present? I, honestly. It was a a good learning you know process with not playing immediately, especially playing behind somebody like JC who's who does it so consistently and the way he goes about the mental side of the game and it's and how he plays the game. He plays the game at, at, at tremendous level. I I think I think mm -hmm. he you know he was a good person to learn behind. Um, so I didn't I didn't I had no negative feelings towards. I honestly enjoyed it because I got to get the swing of the NFL's life NFL schedule. Um, I got to learn my body, how I respond to certain things, um, whether that's recovery-wise, whether that's, you know, in the weight room. I learned a lot about, you know, just football in general, especially with Coach Callahan and being behind JC. You see how they how they talk in meetings and, the, you know, the vernacular they use to explain certain things and that stuff that I wasn't, you know, made aware of, um, of just how they explain the game from that position. So I learned a lot in that aspect. Um, but, no, I, I, I didn't take it as a negative at all. No, yeah. honestly, just having – just being here, <laughs> you know, just having an opportunity to play in the league. 
um, is, you know, a blessing in itself, you know? So, I mean, it was, it, you know, obviously there's times you're like, damn, like, I wish I was in there right now. Mm-hmm. But it's like, you know, you, 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 this is part of the process, part of the journey. You just, you know, learn. And then at, when you get your opportunity now, you know, it's time, it's time to go. And I, th- I feel like this is the, you know, a perfect, a perfect time for me to, you know, you know, let it, let it loose now. So um, that's why I've been here the whole time trying to get, get ready, <laughs> but no, nah, it, it, it's been, it's been great so far. It's been great. And we got a good room of guys that I can learn from. And, you know, we got, I mean, you know, Joel, Jack, all those dudes, Wyatt, you know, they, they are, there's all something from every one of them that I can learn from. Um, so I, I try and, you know, pull things from each of them and, you know, it's it's been a good experience so far for yeah. sure. Yeah, you got all pros all around you. When you're <laughs> yeah, right, your left, exactly. one at right tackle, exactly. two-time All-Pro. Exactly. So you're you know you go from being back to back All Pac-12 center. I think one of the reasons I remember, and I might not have this exactly right, so I apologize, but I think you allowed like one pressure in two yeah. years. Yes, yeah, something okay. like that. <laughs> Maybe zero, zero, one or two somewhere, yeah. but <laughs> not like a lot, yeah, not a lot. Yeah. So you go from that, you get to learn, and JC's an Iron Man. JC didn't miss a snap in his right. entire career Crazy. here, except for <laughs> one game. Right, and it was Christmas <laughs> against Green Bay. Turns out to be a very big game. Right, and were, did you go into that and think, okay, this is my opportunity to show them everything I've learned in two years? You did not allow a pressure. We ran for I want to say nine yards in that game. Mm. We pulled you from center a couple of times <laughs> on some big yeah. runs. What did that game mean to you? And what was kind of the immediate feedback you got from that game? Yeah, I mean, I didn't learn that I was, you know, not. I mean, I was starting until Friday. Uh, well, I guess we played Saturday, so that was Thursday. Thursday. Yeah, two days before. Um, but I mean, I, I I felt prepared. That's the big thing. There was no panic, you know, because I take a lot of reps in practice, and you know, I've been here for two years. You know, I wasn't. There was like, all right, well, I mean, it's time now. Like, you know, and you got I, all those training camp reps. <laughs> exactly. Your rookie year, and I, you got a lot second year as yep, well. Yep. Yeah, and it might even you know throughout the year and stuff. In so practice, you know, yeah. yeah, you get you get a lot of reps. So um, it was more like I was I was ready. Like I'm like, all right, well, then that's, let's do it. You know, um, but I mean, that's just a testament to you know Coach Callahan and Coach Peters and stuff about how we you know how we prepare and practice and you know how we prepare in O line room. So. Um, I obviously I was excited. I I didn't tell anybody. I, I think the only person I told was my mom, <laughs> just so she like was like, "Why did you tell me?" But uh, I didn't tell none of my friends nothing because I you know I, I just wanted to act like I've been there before. You know, I just wanted to you know portray myself as you know a professional and go out there and just do my job and then you know carry on whether you know carry on however the you know the game turned out. I just wanted to perform, and that's the you know that was the key. Um, did it give you a lot of confidence the way that you did perform? Oh, hundred percent. I would. I'd be lying if I said it didn't. But you know, it definitely. It, there was definitely a moment where in the game where I was like, okay, like I, I, I like I'm supposed to be here, you know. And because <laughs> yeah. obviously, you, you know, when you're not playing for the sure. first two years, you're just, you know, I don't, you know, like this is I mean, these guys. And you good. only played guard in the <laughs> yeah, NFL before exactly. that. Exactly. Yeah. So when I got in that center, I just felt comfortable. Like I was like, oh, this is, yeah, I like this. You know, what I'm saying I was excited, and um, obviously, unfortunately, we didn't win the game. But you know, I learned a lot just about how uh, you know how I processed the game speed at that position I learned um just how to be on even on the sideline you know having that those the, the, those conversations with Bill after the uh, drives you know how you know how that the, how that goes and you know being able to talk about what I see out there because you know when you're not playing you hear the discussions but you know once you're playing you're sitting down on the side he's like, all right what do you like or you know how you know how's everything going and he looks that give you trouble you know it, was, it felt good to be in it it felt good yeah. to be you know a part of that you know so 
um it was a great experience and i'm 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 glad i got the opportunity um but yeah i mean i it, it just made me more excited like, <laughs> <laughs> like i want to do that again yeah. yeah yeah exactly exactly has it your experience I'm, I'm thinking i'm listening to you and you you think about jc and you've mentioned bill uh of course and joel and wyatt it's kind of a little bit like uh, a grad school master class in offensive line play. 100%. What you've been exposed to the last couple of years. 100%. And, that, and that's why I would say I have no negatives about it because I, all, I, yeah. all I gained was knowledge. I gained, you know, um, practice reps with those guys, learning, hearing how they do things, how they talk, you know, how they how – they, even off the field, how they recover, you know, what they do in their off time to keep their mind, you know, stimulated, but yet rested from football and stuff. You know, you learn all those things from the from the behind, you know, behind the scenes. So, exactly. I mean, it is a master class. Yeah. You know, you got the you know you got the best of everybody out there. So, you know, I, I learned I learned a lot <laughs> for sure. You're behind JC, and JC's NFLPA president. He's, uh, I think, one of the most underrated centers in the league. In the fact 100%. that he deserves Pro Bowls and All Pro recognition, 100%. I think. So you learn behind him, and, and then you get this is not all, you know, an understanding of the business of it, right? Is right. that it's he's played tremendous football, but now you were drafted for this moment, and they, you showed him in Green Bay that you could handle this. Did he say anything to you uh, on his way up? Because I'm sure he's very proud of you. He understands how it all works, and he's proud that you're probably getting this opportunity. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. he reached out to me and, you know, just told me, you know, enjoy it, and um, if I ever need anything, you know, let him know. And that means a lot, you know, because obviously anybody could take the, how this goes any way, they, you know, any way they want to. But, you know, just hearing him say that, and he showed me that, you know, he – he knew how he helped me and he we understood our relationship like even out on the practice field him just helping me with stuff like he understood you know he knows how this it works i mean he's a, a consummate pro you know so he understood and you know it felt good for him to just be like hey if you ever need anything you you reach out he's a you fine know? man and, yeah. that, and that means a lot you know what i'm saying so yeah i mean he's you know like you said he's i think he's a hundred percent is one of the more underrated players at that position without a doubt I think I, the, just the fact that he plays all the time, like he doesn't miss time and you never hear his name. So like, that's a good thing, especially at that position. Um, so yeah, I mean, I, it was, it was definitely, you know, bittersweet, you know, because I yeah. did learn a lot from him and he was a, you know, a good dude out there just teaching me things and showing me little tricks. And, you know, he's a funny dude too. Like his humor, you know, we just had a good time. So it's like, it, it was bittersweet, but you know, like you said, I mean, it is the business, unfortunately. So Yeah. You guys, I think you guys have a great room. Yeah. Anytime oh, yeah. we get you, I mean that that offensive line group, it's good personnel. How's the shuffleboard game for you? I mean, I know that's something Joel is on it down there. You, yeah. You've been getting that worked out. Ah, uh, no, I haven't. But I used to play a little bit at uh, Washington. We had one upstairs. I used to play a little bit. I wasn't very good though, so I need, <laughs> I need to brush up. It's on a that. high standard. <laughs> you got to find a good partner. You I gotta, know. Yeah, that's you scout the partner. It's right. important part of the center. You got to be cerebral out there. Yeah. Scout the partner. <laughs> right. And right. then and then get it out there. So kind of. Take us through, you know, we're about to get into the OTAs and all of that. Kind of what's your mindset? What's your game plan here for the next couple of months before we actually get to take the field and get into the first where you actually get to have an OTA, uh, organized team activity out there? Right. No, I think I think the main thing is just, you know, getting everybody back in here, um, everybody around each other, just building relationships. But at the same time, you know, coming here to work, I think, is the most important part. Um, I think personally – um, continue what I'm doing in the weight room because obviously that's a you know a huge part of that um, you know this part of the program. So just continue growing in there, continue you know get, getting my body right, um, and then once we get meetings and stuff started, you know locking in on the playbook and 
you know, being able to get back out on the field with the coaches and stuff. So that should be good. But I think I think it's a good time for everybody just to jail everybody just to get back into it. You know, everybody gets in here, they're all excited and stuff. So anyway, <laughs> they can they can say whatever they want. But you know, once you get here, see all the boys and everything. Like, you, like oh, you're proud to be here. Yeah, you're gonna be fired up. And now, yeah. one of the most important relationships on the field is the center quarterback relationship, and and so that's gonna be an opportunity for you to talk to Deshaun, and we got Jacoby and Josh Dobbs coming in as well to kind of build those relationships. Right. That's something you're looking forward to, and and kind of getting that going. Right. Uh, yeah, a hundred percent. You know, I think when you know the center and the quarterback like you said that's a it's a crucial relationship because you have to be able to see everything the same when it comes yeah. to like a protection ass point when it comes to you know just how the game is going i think um it is is very important so yeah i mean this time will be huge for that you know just being out there on the field and just even just snapping just to, just that alone um can go a long way so i think it, i think it'll be uh, definitely beneficial for sure. A little bit of talent on this offense. Nah, yeah. <laughs> 100%. <laughs> yeah. Not too bad. It's going to be all right. It's going to be, all, be yeah. all right, buddy. Coming up next to the special edition of Cleveland Browns Daily, Z's one-on-one conversation with Pro Bowl return man Jakeem Grant. Cleveland Browns Daily, 850 ESPN Cleveland. Cleveland Browns Daily on 850 ESPN Cleveland. Welcome back into this special edition of Cleveland Browns Daily. And one of the things the Browns really wanted to improve this offseason was special teams. And so they bring in a couple of new punters. They go in the draft, and in the fourth round, they select Cade York out of LSU. But what they really wanted to do as well was get this return game going. Who better than Jakeem Grant? The guy scored a return touchdown in four straight seasons. He has six return touchdowns during that span. He has been the all-pro returner in the NFL. He was a Pro Bowl returner just a year ago, and the Browns brought him in here to Cleveland. And not only can he help you as a returner, he can do some things as a receiver. He was in Miami with our wide receivers coach, Chad O'Shea. We'll talk about that and much, much more what Mike Prefer had him working on. Coming up right now, my one-on-one with Pro Bowl returner, Jakeem Grant. Pro Bowl returner, wide receiver, Jakeem Grant. Let's just start there. Pro Bowl returner. When you found out last year that you were going to the Pro Bowl, I'm sure that's one of the things when you think about, yeah, I'm going to play the game. Man, I'd love to be in a Pro Bowl someday. What was that like? Um, It was, man, it, words can't explain it. It was very exciting, especially with being – not making it the year before, and I was all pro the year before. And I was like, I mean, what else do I need to do to make it to the Pro Bowl? And so when they told, when Coach Snaggy told me, I was like, oh, my God, like, man, this is like a dream come true. And so um, when I got there, I was like, and then they told me, hey, you're not going to be catching points in the Pro Bowl. I was like, okay, so now what What, what do I do now? But, oh, man, I, cause it was it was a dream come true. I, I it was amazing, especially with just being there in the atmosphere and knowing that you have fans outside of just the Chicago Bears fans sure. and everybody that look up to you. I was, man, it, it was a, it was a great feeling. By the way, all pros, nothing to to, yeah. to see. Yeah. That. That's, that's a pretty good thing as well. So you decided, hey, I'm going to bring my skills to the Cleveland Browns. The Browns wanted you. How did this kind of process come together? Um, they, Cleveland were very aggressive, and I've been looking at them for the longest and. They needed a returner, and I was just like, especially at, especially with receivers too. Um, I was just like, no better fit. And also, it, it was just an easy option. Good. And so, um, I love the coaches. You know, CEOs here, uh, Chad O'Shea. Yeah. I had him in Miami. I had a great relationship with him. So, that was another reason why I came. And I was just like, man, why not? You yeah. know. And I heard about just the people in the room and just how 
what they're about, and I was just like, man, that's what I'm about too. And so, man, it checked off every check checkbox on my list. So I was just, I'm, I'm a Brown now. But we love that because yeah. it's easy when you go and you watch your highlights. You're an electric factory. And <laughs> I don't know if they've hit you with the stats. So the last Browns punt return touchdown was 2015. The last Browns kick return touchdown was 2009. The great wow. Josh Cribbs. So it has been a while. And I was looking, you have six return touchdowns on your yep. resume. You've, got a t- you've had a, either a kick or a punt four straight years, right? Mm-hmm. How do you do it, man? They've changed the rules. You're not supposed to be able to do this. I mean... If they kick it to me, they're gonna pay. That's uh, that's I don't, that's my whole thing. It's like, it's either you kick it out of bounds or I'm going to the crib. And so, um, <laughs> definitely gonna change that this year. Um, yeah. I'm not banking on just getting one. I'm banking on getting a multiple. So, I mean, we they know. That. They yes. know if they kick it to me, they they seen the tape, they seen everything. I'm not a fair catch guy. So, just letting them know now, I don't fair catch. And so, do what you want to do with that information. So walk us through kind of the process. So the ball gets kicked. Do you have an idea of like what return has been called or set up? What's kind of your checklist? What are you going through? What are you looking at when the ball's in the air? Okay, so first thing I check is the gunner's release and see if, you know, my teammates, jammers, got them matched up because they're usually typically the first ones to get down there. And so I already took a, uh, a peep at the flight of the ball. I'm getting to the spot, and all I'm doing is I already I already checked them out. And so that gives me the indicator if I'm going to fair catch it or not, which most likely I'm going to fair catch it no matter what, right. no yeah. matter what. But um, he has to be, like, basically standing right next to me if I'm not going to fair catch. So um, after that, I'm, I'm just like, okay, if it's a left return, right return, or middle return, I'm – catching the ball and just setting it up and trusting that my teammates are having it on and just letting the athletic ability take place. And so once they kick it to me, I'm like, it's basically backyard football. If yep. anybody think about it, it's backyard football, easily. Has there been one where you knew before you caught it, you were taking it to the house? And I'm sure you have the mindset, I'm going to take this house, but was there one that where you just kind of saw the way things were setting up where you're like, all right, it's happening? Yes, um, actually the one back in 2020 uh, against the Rams, and um, it was just uh, it was just set up too perfect. It was perfect, and it was a right return to the sideline. And the, I seen the whole cavalry of my teammates just blocking or uh, set up on the right side. I seen like the basically you call it the Great Wall of China. Yeah. And so just seeing that right there, and I and I I was untouched, and I was just saying that's just yeah. And I was like I took my hat off to them because that was just nothing but blocking. All I did was run, and so I was like anybody could have done it. So. Man, it was just, it was unbelievable. All right, so we said six return touchdowns. Yeah. Obviously, that's your passion, all pro, pro bowler. You also can do quite a bit in the offense. You have a rushing touchdown. You've got a bunch of receiving touchdowns. Had two of them last year. What do you like better? Do you like scoring as a runner, a returner, or as a receiver? Or do you not care? Just get me in. Honestly, I do not care. Yeah. Um, I would say, like, the off, like, the punt returns are more electrifying because it gives, you know, the crowd goes crazy, especially because it's, like, less likely to happen sure. in a game. Anybody yes. can, you know, go and score, you know, a catch and touchdown and things of that nature. But everybody is like, okay, a punt return or a kickoff return to the house is it's electrifying. It also sucks, like, the momentum out of any team because oh, yeah. that's a change in, that's an instant change of, you know, possession. And they're like, man, like, Special teams could easily win you a game, and so that's what I'm all about. Yeah, and so three if I'm, phases. Exactly. So I'm I, me with being a punt returner and also like a receiver. I'm trying to take over the whole game on every aspect. So they're like, 
man, we can't stop them on offense, and we sure can't kick them the ball. So, I mean, only way I, I, we don't have no choice but to, you know, just contain them our, our best ability. And so that's my mentality is just being a punt returner and a, and a receiver is just taking over a whole game. I know you're holding the ball on your left yep. hand. You got a chance to talk with our special teams coordinator, Absolutely. Mike Prefer, and, Mike, and yeah. that's what he used to get that ball on your left hand. Yeah. And here you are. And he's he's been telling me, hey, walk around the, all day today with the ball on your left hand because that on my notes when I told you when I when I was, I was excited to have you here and I was like, coach, I'm glad to be here. It's like, but one thing that I want to talk about is you care. Why do you carry the ball on the right hand? And I told him, I was like. It's, it's because I feel like I'm running slow. That's the only reason why I do it, because I'm not used to carrying it in the left hand. Sure. And it automatically, like, without even thinking, it goes to my right hand. And so um, he was just like, I'm going to continue to harp on you having it in your left hand. And there are so many things or extra yards that you could have gotten if you would have had the ball in your left hand. And I was like, I haven't even thought about that, but I, that's why you take coaching. I'm a player, he's a coach, and he can see that. And so... You see me doing it now, I love having it. a ball in the That's left right. hand. Listen, you go from great, there's always room exactly. to improve, right? Exactly. There's always, always room to improve. Always. So I love that. And you mentioned Chad O'Shea when you were together in yep. Miami, and he's been here. I'm a huge fan of his. I think he's been great for, for this organization. What was that relationship like, and, and how nice is it to have kind of a familiar face in the building? Oh, it's great. You know, um, fortunately, I, I only know Baker and, and Juice and and Rashad here against Hollywood. Uh -huh. And so, um, fortunately, Juice and um, Rashad are, are gone. Sure. But with seeing Coach O'Shea, I, I didn't even realize he was, you know, the receivers coach. And so, and I was like, what are the odds yeah, of us being back? Offensive coordinator. Yeah, offensive sure. coordinator, yeah. And so, I was like, what are the odds of us being back in the same building? And it's just great because we had a great relationship in Miami. And so, it's just, I mean, the future, it's going to be great. That's all I can say. I love it. And you have a great kind of way about you. I can feel your yeah. energy very infectious and you smile all the time. Yeah. Is this something that you ever dreamed of when, you know, you got into the game and, you know, you said, all right, I'm going to the NFL. I'm going to be more of a return guy now. All pro, pro bowler. Sign a very nice contract. Congratulations on that for you and your family, by the way. But is this kind of like, is it kind of wild to take it all in? Um. Yeah, but see, the thing is, honestly, people did not know that, um, I never did punt return or anything before I got to the NFL. Like, I never caught a punt. I couldn't catch a punt. I didn't even have trust in my own teammates to, like, you have to be have a, a little bit of insanity to catch punts. <laughs> yeah, you Because do. your head is almost at a 90 degree, and you're saying, I trust this person to make sure I don't get blown up. Yeah. And even going up and fair catching it in between traffic just for field position, like, it's insane. It's, it's just insane. And especially, like, with me, I would take a hit before I, I like, catch a uh, fair catch. Sure. And so um, I, all I did was, like, I was a receiver before anything, before yep. I even did special teams. And so I was just like, you know, with being my size, I want to add more to my game than the taller receivers. Smart. I want yeah. them to know that, like, I'm a, I can be a returner, and I can take over on the special team games and on the offense. And so I was just like, you know what? I'm going to add that, that niche to it. I remember coming into the lead and catching my first punt with Co uh, Darren Rizzi as my special teams coach. And it was a preseason game against the Giants. And he kicks me the ball. I absolutely let it bounce. I was like, in my head, I'm like, I'm not catching that. And then Coach Rizzi is on the sideline 
red as can be. It was like, why you ain't catch the ball? I said, coach, I was scared. I'm not going to lie to you. I was scared. I, I, and he was like, listen, you're good. Just catch the ball and just be you. And so I caught it and took it 40 yards, and then the rest is history. And after that, I've just been just trying to perfect my craft and trying to just be the best one at the game, best one at it. When did you know, though, okay, I'm good at this? Um, I would say 2018 um, is probably, I would say, probably what was my kind of like my best year at returns, and I was, like, killing it, leading the lead. And I was just like, man, I probably – actually got a knack for it and I was just tearing it up like that was the year I scored like on a kickoff return and a punt return and so I was just like man wow like I never thought I would be good at punt return ever yeah and I was just like when I started to get good I was like man and that's why the previous told you the reference is backyard football and I was like that's all it is is catch the ball and Try not to get tired. Yeah, that's right. Make a miss. <laughs> exactly. Make a miss until they don't or you get in the end yep. zone, whatever happens first. That'll do it for the first hour of this special edition of Cleveland Browns Daily. And what a way to close it out there with Jakeem. Big smile, big talent. And just seeing him on the field, it feels like he moves at a different speed than everybody else. The Browns have looked for a returner to get them to the end zone. It's been a long time. A long time. Travis Benjamin, Josh Cribbs, those are the last two guys who have scored kick and punt returns for the Cleveland Browns. Jakeem Grant hopes to change that in 2022, and that could be something that could change the outcome of a game and get this team to the division crown it certainly wants to get. Now, coming up in hour number two, Jacoby Brissett, Anthony Walker Jr., pair of friends, pair of former Colts, now a pair of Cleveland Browns, plus Perry and Winfrey's debut on Cleveland Browns Daily, and Jadevian Clowney to round out the show. It's all coming your way next here on this special edition of Cleveland Browns Daily. Cleveland Browns Daily on 850 ESPN Cleveland. Welcome into hour number two of this special edition of Cleveland Browns Daily. Rumkey Waste and Recycling is a family-owned and operated company. Whether you join them as a customer or as an employee, you'll become a part of the family. Visit Rumkey.com to learn more. Obviously, for the Browns this season, the backup quarterback was something they wanted to address. Case Keenum goes to Buffalo. In comes Jacoby Brissett. And Brissett, a guy who has started games for the Patriots, for the Colts, for the Dolphins, could start some for the Cleveland Browns this year, as we know, depending on what ultimately happens with Deshaun Watson. Brissett is a guy in his time in Indy, 31 touchdowns, 13 interceptions. He understands the offense. He understands how to run an offense. And I'll tell you what, he's got a sweet stroke at the basketball court, as everybody found out when he won the Browns three-point competition. We got a chance to talk with him after joining the Browns, and I think he'll be very impressed with Jacoby Brissett. Take a listen. Jacoby, first time we get to talk. Welcome to Cleveland. Welcome to the Browns, and, and thanks for joining us on the show here today. Thank you. Thanks for having me. So, Jacoby, let's walk through kind of your mindset this offseason. What made this feel like the place that you wanted to continue your career? Uh, I mean, obviously, give, give you another opportunity to play in the National Football League, which is, which is a huge, uh, you know, accomplishment for anybody uh, in any stage of their career. Uh, so that that was one of the main things. And then, you know, um, you know, just the 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 unknown was 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 uh, appealing to me. So, um, you know provided me with that opportunity uh to you know to possibly get a chance because you never know uh, you know you're always one play away uh from starting and, and um you know and that's what I wanted this offseason 
And and you've been with the New England Patriots, the Colts, Miami, now here with the Browns. Were, were there any ties? I was trying to think. Chad O'Shea was probably still with the Patriots when you were there, but did you really know uh, many people here? Uh, I mean, yeah, Chad, Chad was there when I was in New England, and then uh, and Andy Anthony Walker was with me. Uh, sure, yeah. was with me. Uh, but uh, other than that, I don't really think it was many other other uh, connections uh, that I had on the team. And you and AWOC are pretty tight, if I'm not mistaken. You flew yeah, up together. No, no, we're, we're, yeah, we're really, we're really good friends. <laughs> yeah, he is a fine man and somebody certain we've enjoyed getting to know over the past year and then glad that he's back for this year as well. Before we get into the football and all of that, I just wanted to talk to you about what did it mean to you to be the Walter Payton Man of the Year nominee for the Colts in 2020? Uh, you know, it was awesome. Uh, you know, it's definitely one of the highlights of my career uh, is, is being acknowledged by my team as as one of the guys at the forefront of uh, of our community. Obviously, it was so many other guys that were uh, worthy of that that nomination uh, to be in that uh, category and being being into those conversa- conversations. Uh, when it comes to that that prestigious award, is is always a great accomplishment. Uh, something that I always cherish. Uh, something that I actually, I mean, I just, I live by that to always pour into the community and, and, and be there, um, you know, as a support, uh, support for, for, you know, in any community, whether it's back home or the, the city that I'm in, hopefully leave it, um, you know, with a lasting impact, um, you know, when, I, when I'm away from it. Uh, and, and I'll hopefully have, you know, those, I'll build those relationships with the communities that, you know, that, um, you know, whenever I'm back there or whenever I go home, uh, you know, that, you know that I'm never too far out of reach from the from from the communities. How did that get instilled in you? How did that become something that was so central to your fabric? Uh, uh, I think it was something that uh, you know I I, I kind of craved when I was a kid. Uh, you know, and being being from where I'm from, uh, you know, the people that gave back to to the community that I was in, uh, you know, I would say help you know mold me and help give me opportunities to to help put me in a position that I am today to to be able to to reciprocate that and um you know i know how important those things were and i know how important those things are and especially in the community that i grew up in is is having having um you know to, uh, a resource to be an outlet to those to the to the kids and to the community to be a source of light uh you know and, and i know how much of an impact that played on me uh so i was something that you know my mom always instilled in us and then and honestly the community instilled in us is you know, we always gave the people that left, always tried to, uh, you know, come back and give back to the community. Absolutely. And you've come to an organization where that is something that is very, very important here, right from the top on down, from the Haslam's on down. So I think you'll fit in very well that way. You're going to fit in very well on the field. Also, I was looking at your numbers, two years of starter in Indy, 31 touchdowns, 13 interceptions. That's a great touchdown interception ratio. Another 500 yards rushing and threw 11, uh, had 11 touchdowns on the ground. What from those kind of two seasons where you got, that was kind of your most extensive starting duty. What did you kind of learn about yourself as a player and to be able to put up those kind of efficient numbers that the coaches love, right? When you're throwing 31 touchdowns, only 13 picks over two seasons, they love that you're taking care of the football. Uh, you know, and it's, it's, uh, you know, just taking advantage of opportunities, uh, and, and, uh, always putting the team first and, and, and those, and those things, but always staying ready, uh, you know, in, in both those situations, obviously, um, uh, I mean, everybody's like to say thrust into those situations, but obviously, um, you know, being able to just come in and be prepared and, and, and understand, um, uh, you know, um, who I am as a player, who I am as a person, and always being ready and being and, and being the guy that you know that whenever my numbers called, like the coaches can count on me and know that 
you know that um you know that the the organization the team the offense the 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 game is 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 no different when I'm there than than the guy that they originally wanted uh but also hold my, myself to a standard that you know I don't look at myself as a quote unquote backup I I, I can't stand that word personally but um you know I feel like I'm a quarterback in this league and when I when I whenever the opportunity presents itself where I'm playing I think I am considered the starter so I, I just hold that uh with me and that's in my preparation and, and how I carry myself because you never know when those situations occur no you certainly do never know when those situations occur and I would imagine one of the ones that kind of just jumped right at you you go back to your rookie year and if I'm not mistaken I believe it was a Thursday night game against the the Texans that you made yeah, your first yeah. start yeah, and that one kind of came out of nowhere, right? And all yeah, of a sudden you're I mean, starting, and that was unbelievable. You guys go on and you win that one 27 to nothing. Yeah, no, I definitely, uh, you know, uh, Jimmy got hurt in the, the game before, uh, and I finished the game off against the Dolphins, I want to say, and then yeah. um, you know, started that next week, Thursday night, and then I, I ended up having to start the next game. So this league happened so fast, uh, you know, and I, I realized that at a young age, which was – I think was very beneficial to me um, because I understood that and I and I carried that with me is because you never know um, when that play is going to happen or when when your time is going to be called so you know always to be ready uh, and um, you know I think that suited me well for my career you're a Super Bowl champ you've been around it you've seen it you know the way that it, it needs to be we're there for one of the great Super Bowls really in, in NFL history with that comeback against the Falcons when you look at this team and you look at some of the talent that's been amassed here, what is, if there is anything, is that kind of secret and great? It's the NFL, everybody's good, right? Every team yeah. is good, has, has good to great players. What's kind of that secret ingredient? And I know you're, you're chasing that quest to get back there again, but it's a nice way to start off the career, by the way. What is kind of that thing that you kind of gleaned from your time in, your, in the NFL about what's that little, that secret sauce, that it, that extra that allows teams to, to have that success? Um, you know, I, I wouldn't consider it, it, it a secret. I think, uh, the thing is to, to be consistent and be there every day, uh, and work hard. Uh, and I think that's, that's really what it is. Uh, and I think that's what I've learned, uh, throughout that year being in New England. It was just like, you know, the thing that, that the team did was the same things every day and then didn't take those things for, for granted. Um, and I think every year is totally different. Every team is totally different. Uh, and I think right now we're building those those good habits, those those things that we can lean on, uh, those, our fundamentals, our technique, our foundation of, of the offense, of the team, of the defense, of the special teams. I think that's what we build right now. And um, you know, I think when 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 everybody comes together and we believe and we trust in those things, and that we all know that we're on the same page, I think that's what builds you know championship teams. I think it's obviously too early to tell to tell sure. anything because we haven't played a game, but. Um, I think those are the things that you lean on. It's just like, hey, we're right now, what is our objective and our goal? And being able to attack that because we ultimately know that our 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 final goal is to, is to be a champion. Initial impressions of Kevin Stefanski. You've had an opportunity to be around, obviously, different head coaches. Bill Belichick, regarded by many, as the greatest of all time. What are your kind of initial init- uh, impressions of, of Coach Stefanski? Uh, I mean, you can obviously tell that he's a, uh, you know he's going to be the same guy every day. You know, he's been the same guy since yeah. I've met him when I came on my uh, – when I came up here and, and talking to him and then uh, being around the last couple of days in the building, uh, he's been the same guy every day. He's talking to players and uh, other coaches and other people on the staff. You know, everybody always says he's the same guy every day, which 
as a player, that's one of the things that you want the most is a guy to be the same guy, whether you're winning or losing or you're up or down, because you know, um, you know, that's somebody that's going to be the, the, the consistent, uh, you know, steer of the ship, you know, as the head coach, you know, that that's uh, uh, when you know where you stand with the head coach, that, that trickles down. And, um, you know, sure. he obviously um, has, has had very, uh, very much success uh, in his career as a head coach. So, um, you know, I'm excited to be around him and, and learn from him. What's it like for a veteran like yourself to be able to come to an organization where you've got, you know, your head coach is was a play caller. Obviously, that's why one of the reasons he got the job, what he did in Minnesota, was able to come in, was the coach of the year two years ago. You've got, you know, the venerable Bill Callahan, who's been a play caller and a head coach in his own right. Chad O'Shea was a play caller in Miami. Uh, you've got Alex Van Pelt, who's been a play caller in Cincinnati and has worked, with, obviously, with, as a Green Bay coach, uh, quarterback coach there with Aaron Rodgers for a while. To have so many guys, and then in your room, Drew Petzing, who has worked his way up kind of very much like Kevin Stefanski, getting an opportunity to come into the quarterback room for the first time with you guys. What do you, what's kind of your thoughts on a staff like that that works so well together but has such an, a, a vast background of experience actually doing it at the highest level this league has to offer? I think that's. I think that's when you watch film, you just see how 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 collaborative. You can tell how collaborative the group is. You yeah. know, everybody um, you know has um, you know input into the game plans, and and you can see that the the you know the versatility of the offense and, and and being able to call different plays at different times. And you know, obviously, I had experience with with uh, O'Shea and Chad, and being on the same same wavelength for him as well and you know I remember coming in here talking to him uh, my first week here and he was just like you know we we like you know input we like collaborate collaborating and you know having all, all that experience from other players other coaches um you know calling plays and then them trusting the players to, to give up, give them ideas um you know you can understand why you know this offense has been one of the best offenses in the league the last couple of years is that cool as a player, and is that unique? Is that unique to have that kind of collaboration and want that much input from players? Uh, definitely, because uh, because you know, obviously, uh, in this league, you know, a lot of coaches, you know, are, you know, what they know is what they know, uh, and it's hard to 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 change, and 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 uh, and that's 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 good and bad at the same time, which. Um, you know, being able to to collaborate with not only more more coaches that have that have called plays and been in been the play caller but players who are actually in the game um and having you know the guy that's caught that's doing the plays uh has some some say so is pretty cool pretty unique uh so i'm excited to see how that'll be uh and, and um you know i'm sure to sure to turn out well because you know obviously deshaun has history playing josh has history playing and you know myself sure. obviously so it'll be pretty cool you just mentioned your quarterback room and in your press conference earlier today you brought something up unprompted that i thought was was to use your words, pretty cool. And you said it's my first time being in an all-black quarterback room. It's pretty cool. I'm not sure if it's the first. It might be the first in, in league history. I'm not sure about that. We need wow. to get an intern yeah. on this program to figure that out. But it, it, it is a pretty powerful thing. And I, I'm not, I don't know if you guys have discussed it, but the fact that you brought it up unprompted means it made an impact on you, clearly. What, is that, what did that feel like? What, what do you hope to accomplish with you know, that group? And, and what is, I think, a historic situation? Yeah, like I said, in the press. I mean, it's very unique. It's very cool. Uh, you know, not not too many chances uh, you get something like that. You know, where you know, whereas black quarterbacks are just not. I won't say just starting, but you know, over the over the last you know ten, twelve years, or, or getting you know the respect that we can actually do this position, and and then now you get a room with 
you know, where it's all black, all black guys as quarterbacks uh, in there. It's pretty cool. Uh, you know, we haven't, you know, went in depth about, um, you know, the, the impact that that is uh, of having a group like that, uh, sure. which I'm sure we will soon. We just have been, you know, all over the place for the last couple of days. I'm sure when we sit down and just start like really talking about, you know, things that that'll come up, um, you know, it's very unique. It's, it's like I said, it's very cool. Um, you know, and, and the thing that accomplishes, you know, just to, to, to show, you know, that, you know, we all are very capable of handle, handling this position. We all are smart enough. We all can can play at a, a very high level, um, and and we aren't here by chance. You know, we all we all worked for, for this position, and, and you know, all are are very worthy to be in the room uh, and to to hold the weight of of an organization. And um, uh, you know, I'm excited to 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 show that. Hard not to root for Jacoby Brissett, and and like I said, he may start some games for the Cleveland Browns this year. And I feel very confident, as does this staff, that Jacoby Brissett can guide this team to wins and win big games as well. And now Brissett, when he came to the Browns, he got it on a good recommendation from a former teammate, Anthony Walker, who loved his first year with the Browns, decided to re up for year number two. In fact, when Brissett came up to sign his contract, Walker came up with him. So it only makes sense that coming up next after Brissett, we go to Anthony Walker Jr., the Browns' leading tackler from a season ago. We talk with him after minicamp next. Cleveland Browns Daily on 850 ESPN Cleveland. When you think of smart, tough, and accountable, you think of Anthony Walker Jr. There's no doubt an absolute leader on the field, in the locker room, and just a consummate professional. And a guy who has seen high-level defense, he has seen high-level football in his career. A guy who's averaged over 100 tackles per season uh, the last four seasons, three with Indy, one with the Browns. And so he has a great perspective on what this team can be and also how different things are this year now that we're out of the COVID protocols compared to a year ago where this team can be together. They can build that brotherhood that you need to be successful in this league. And I got a chance to talk with him right after he walked off the field at the Browns' final minicamp practice at First Energy Stadium. Take a listen. What a treat to be joined by Anthony Walker Jr. Looking resplendent in the number five. How you doing, man? I'm doing well. Um, just getting better. Trying to get better each day with the team. Um, trying to take those next steps. You know, right now, just phase one, phase two, phase three, understanding what it is. Um, you know, a chance for us to grow, get better, relearn, reteach, you know, just come together as a team. You know what I loved is right before we talked, you were saying over there with John Johnson. You guys are going through, obviously, one of the plays that happened earlier and kind of talking through that. Is that something you love to do, just kind of get the minutia down, get everybody on the same page? Because it feels like this defense has a chance to be special. Yeah, no doubt. Um, anytime that we have, you know, uh, miscommunication or an error that we need to get. We, we want to get we want to get to it right now. You know, there's no need to wait. Um, that's the best. That's the good thing about playing professional football. You have guys that everybody wants to know and be on the same page. So, um, you know, John's like, hey, how would you play this or how would we play this? You know, and I'm you know giving him my insight, and then we're able to share a comment. And then all, all it is for us to get better. You know, we just want to be perfect as a team. Um, you know, there's no such thing as perfect, but the closer you get, the closer you are to greatness. So just help me help the audience because they'll hear, okay, cover three. Mm -hmm. And they think, oh, okay, we've got two deep on the outside, the middle of the field's closed, guy comes down, everybody's got their little zones. If they motion into trips, if they motion into a bunch, how many different checks are there? Just to give people a concept of like, yeah, you may get a call, but based on then if one becomes three and two becomes one, how it changes everything that you guys have to do and how people should really understand that there are probably a hundred different things going on in a split second 
right before the ball snapped, and then even after. Yeah, that's the beauty of football. Um, people think, oh, I could just play cover three, and I know what cover three is, or you know, I could play cover two, and I know what cover two is. Everything kind of just goes at the snap of the whistle, at the snap of the ball, and you got to play off of what the offense does, and that's why I like playing defense because it's reactive. You know, so like you said. I could. It's, I mean, the base of it is cover three, and you sure. could understand it as that. But if three goes somewhere, I got to go somewhere else, and I'm off of three. You know, yeah. so um, that's just the little nuances of it. The the beauty of the game, in my opinion, um, being able to understand how the, the the field is spaced out, and that, what the offense is trying to attack, and how they're trying to pull you to a certain area, so you can open up something in the middle or something outside. You know, just because the middle is closed, that doesn't mean that the offense can't pull the safety one way and throw a quick bang the other side. So. Um, you know, just understanding that, understanding that also you have to play the run. Um, I mean, it's not easy, yeah. but that's the beauty of it. <laughs> when you think about coming back this season, and so you're back and Jacob's back in your room and Jeremiah's back in your room, Sione's back, Tony Fields is back, and then you look behind you and, oh, there's John and Grant and Ronnie and Rich again, and, oh, there's Denzel and Greg again and, and Greedy and now A.J. Green and, you know, Herb Miller again, and, and, of course, M.J. Emerson adds into the mix. But to have that kind of continuity, how much does that help being able to be, you know, I'd imagine you guys feel like right now today you're light years ahead of where you were a year ago. Oh, no doubt. Um, <laughs> way light years. Uh, like you said, the, just having the same guys, very similar guys in the, in the room um, on the defense, obviously up front, obviously that's where it starts. They're the engine that drives our team. Um, you know, so to have those guys up front and then, you know, the, the linebacker room, you know, pretty much all the guys come back. And then on the defensive backs, um, you know, I feel very comfortable with all those guys behind us. Um, yeah, we're, we're, we're a lot. We're in a much better position than we was last year at this time. I will say that. On the field, off the field, it sounds like you are as well. I know you kind of touched on that at the Hall of Fame. What do you, can you expand on that in terms of the positives for this? You're not necessarily what it was last year, but what it's becoming now. No, no and when I said that yesterday, um, you know, I don't want anybody to think that we had a negative locker room. I loved all those guys in the locker room. Um, I, what I was saying was with COVID, you know, you have two different locker rooms. I'm pretty sure every team had this because we had it in Indy too. You have two different locker rooms. You have – uh, one guy in the locker, three got three lockers empty, and then another guy in the locker. So everybody's spaced out. Everybody has to come in different times, sometimes for lifts, for treatment, all that stuff. So you really only see each other outside of the building, you know. And in football, you the where I think you get closest. Obviously, you want to hang out with your guys outside. But when you're in the building and you're going through those workouts, you're going through that treatment together, you're going through lifts together the grind of practice, getting in the cold tub, getting in the sauna, getting in the steam room, all that stuff matters. And I think that's where we've grown a lot. Yeah. And because, you know, we don't have the issue of COVID protocols anymore, I think that's what's made us a closer team, you know. So when you understand, I told my dad yesterday, this is the first time in three years where I've seen everybody in the locker room together. First time in three years. It's crazy. It was the last time I saw that, where we had everybody – the whole team in one locker room. That's like it's kind of like foreign language right now. There are a lot of guys that we talked about that are with you that have never seen it. Exactly. So it's like wow, like to have this and to understand that, and you know, I missed it honestly because, like you said, that's where you grow. Yeah. That's where you get that camaraderie at. You know, we we spend. You know, we'll be done practice at twelve o'clock, twelve thirty, and guys don't leave the building until two because we're sitting in the locker room talking, playing music in the sauna, in the steam room, guys taking care of their bodies, all that stuff. And when you were able to do that and, you know, not have to worry about, you know, the COVID protocols, obviously that, I mean, you're just a better, you're, you're a closer, much closer team because you spend more time together. 
Yeah, not only just on the defense, as you said, the whole team. So now the defense and the offense can get together, which I think is a big thing. We talk about the three phases, and special teams we know is comprised of both. But to be able to have that rapport and that relationship on both sides of the ball, it helps because, look, games throughout the season, there are going to be games where the defense is carrying. There are games with the offense, and there are going to be games where everything clicks, and it's just it's a wonderful feeling. But to have that, is that a big thing too? Because not just the defense, but to have the defense and the offense together. Man, you just saw, you just hit on it. Um, I don't care if we win 199 or 3-2, to two, however we get it done. Um, you know, I'm excited. I'm, I'm excited for this team. I'm excited for, you know, us coming together. I, I, I mean, everybody on offense, everybody on defense, special teams, we understand that this is a one team, one goal. And however we get it done, we're going to be happy. We're going to support each other. And, uh, again, we're going to have bumps in the road. You know, that's just a part of the game that we play. Um, but the closer we are, like I said, the closer we are to perfection, you know, the greater we'll be. What made you want to come back here and do this again? Uh, I mean, just the. I mean, I, I really enjoyed the defense last year. I enjoyed the the system that Coach Woods run, um, and then obviously, you know, to have a chance to, you know, win a championship. Um, I think you, you we we just hit on it. You know, with these visits yesterday, um, the visit here today. Um, we've been talking about it a lot. The history of this team, the history of you know the city of Cleveland, and um, to bring a championship, to have opportunity to bring a championship here, uh, is huge. You know what I've loved about this mini camp and these OTAs when you guys, it's been a passing camp, right? So seven on seven has been the main periods of competition, right? You guys don't have pads on, but it's been real competition. This is a good offense, and you guys on the back end are really good. I mean, we've seen times where they had to kind of scramble drill in a seven on seven. You don't see that very often. How do you feel about where this D is, but then also what you're seeing from the offense that's coming against you guys? Yeah, um, I'm, I'm excited about the defense. Um, you know, we're taking steps in the right direction. Uh, obviously, light years, like you said, from where we were last year, but also not close to where we want to be, you know, by the time September comes and by the time, you know, we're getting ready for playoff football. So, um, obviously, we got a lot of steps to go, but I like where we're at. Where we're at um, offensively, I mean, I love those guys. They they compete. They're hungry. Um, you know, <laughs> Mari Cooper out there, receiver, talking trash. Obviously, Chubb, you know, being able to run the ball with Chubb, Kareem, Dearness. Um, man, it, it's, a sight, it's a sight to see, um, to go against those guys, to compete against those guys. Uh, like I tell our defense all the time, we're going against one of the best offenses, the one of the most complex offenses to play against. So, um, you know, I feel like if we can, I mean, if we can break 50-50 or even win, win matches against them, I think we'll, you know, we put ourselves in great position on Sundays. This Browns linebacking room, I think, in great shape right now. You've got Walker Jr. back. Jacob Phillips has had a tremendous offseason, and if he can stay healthy, something he has not been able to do yet, could be a breakout year for him. Plus, of course, Jeremiah Wusu-Kormo looking to become a star in his second year. you got Taki Taki, Tony Fields now in his second year. So a lot of talent in that linebacker room. Now, one area where there's a lot of talent but a lot of competition, that's the defensive tackle room. And I don't think anybody made a bigger first impression on the Browns or their fans than Perry on Winfrey, whose draft day press conference was an all-timer. Well, guess what? His first appearance on CBD, also an all-timer. You're going to get to hear that next. Cleveland Browns Daily on 850 ESPN Cleveland. Welcome back to this special edition of Cleveland Browns Daily here on ESPN Cleveland. When it comes to gambling, there's a lot of bad advice out there. From secret methods to picking lottery numbers to betting big when you're on a roll, these myths can lose you money and get you in a lot of trouble. So before you wager, find out what's real and what's not at KeepItFunOhio.com. You wanted this, you got it. Perry and Winfrey, his CBD debut from back May the 19th, sat right here in this chair next to me, and we had an absolute blast. And not only that, big news, we got him eating steak, I think, 
my opinion, the correct way. Here's Perry and Winfrey. You had, I think, one of the coolest moments in the draft. Um, there's no doubt. What I loved about it so much, and I think what so many people around here loved about it so much, is because um, when, when we see something like that happen, you think about how you would respond to it. And I think right. most people would respond the way you did and right. be um, as emotional as you were. Did you have any idea that when that emotion came out of you, A, that it was coming, or B, that it would lead to what has happened since? I I didn't think that it would lead to what happened next. Like, like I haven't even put on the helmet yet, for real, and I'm getting spotted in the grocery store, the, yes. the, the gas station. Like, it's not one day that has went by where I haven't ha had at least five people asking for a picture. Like, not one day. It just blows my mind. Like, I'd just be walking around, and random people walk up to me like, yo, there's no way. <laughs> and I'm like, how do you even know who I am yet? So, yeah. That's awesome. All right. Just, so, this is, hey, number one, that's Cleveland, right? right? Cleveland and Browns fans are crazy. Right. But what you did, as Bo pointed out, you connected with so many people yeah. on a raw emotional right. level. First of all, you're incredibly charismatic, and your delivery is phenomenal. It's captivating, right? right? You can bring people in through the screen. So, I have a buddy, the kid, who is – some people would say a sandbagger golf, neither here nor there, though, really, for, for the point of this is he saw your opening press conference and listened to the interview that we did with you on the radio after that. And the kid was like, get me a Winfrey jersey. That's my guy. <laughs> I love it. I love it. I love so, it. So, like, you immediately became, as you said, and now you're going to get the opportunity to get people even more excited when we right. get you out there on the field. But I think there is something so relatable about that. And then there are, I think, fr quite frankly, a lot of people who wish that they had the gift of gab that you have, the right. ability to cut a captivating promo like right. that. Truthfully. You can put butts in the seats. Yeah, exactly. Uh, that's crazy because we were just at Capitol Grill yesterday, and I seen this random guy who was sitting down, and he was like, Perion. I turned around, and he was right there. I'm like, yeah, how you doing? He was like, I'm a season ticket holder. He was like, I usually don't buy people's jerseys because they be coming and they're going, but I swear I'm buying your jersey. Oh, yeah. And that's that was what he wants. Yeah. Get me now a you... win for you. <laughs> that's a great kid. That's idea, how he talks. Yes. Yeah, that is how he talks. Um, what, what I think is, is really interesting is you played at a Mount Rushmore college football program right. in Oklahoma where it matters so much to play there. Um, and you, you are drafted by a place that is very similar. Right. And so you were probably in some way, and I think most people know that around football, that you're going to go play for the Browns. It's yeah. a rabid fan base. Um, but this feels like it's even superseded your expectations on that a little bit. Do I right. have the read on that right? Uh, definitely, definitely. I didn't think, I didn't, obviously because I wasn't a Cleveland Browns fan growing up because I'm not from Cleveland, so mm -hmm. I never knew that it was this crazy. So just to come in and see how intense it is. I can't wait to actually be in the stadium and put on the pads because I, I, I just know it's going to be a movie, especially right next to the dog pound. It's going to be crazy. Yeah. So you're buddies with Greg. Right. We've talked about that. Yeah. Did he t like? Did he prepare you for what it was going to be like? Because he experienced it too. Now, coming from Northwestern, right. very different. But he's right. been here and he, he knows – and he's embraced the city. He's right. at every Cavs game, sitting in the front row, exactly. all of those things. Did he tell you it was going to be like this? And even with being told, right. did it still exceed anything right. that could be told? He told me he didn't think that when I came here it was going to be how it is. Like, he's he's shocked himself as how many times I get spotted daily. Like, last night we were at the gas station. I was the only one who got out the car um, going to get something to drink. And this random guy just pulls up on me. It's like, Perion. I'm like, 
I just turned around. Greg hops out the car because he thinks the guy is trying to do some dangerous stuff, and he just he just wants the picture with me and Greg. So it's just <laughs> crazy seeing all this happen for real, for real. So, so jump up cautiously, though, people. <laughs> yeah, I was say, give him some space. Well, like, you do, and you're a large human. You're yes. a, you are a large human being. Right. You know, right. Cautious, you know, cautiously yeah. approach. You know, we cool, man. Yeah. yeah. Chill a little bit. We don't need to be jumping you at the gas station, man. <laughs> no, no, that's crazy. Please don't. At your own peril, man. <laughs> yes. Yeah, seriously. So you went you went out to the Capitol Grill, Greg's twenty second birthday. Right. Good time there. Yo, yeah. no, great time, great time for sure. We were with some friends, some of the a, a couple of the other guys on the team. I'm not gonna lie, I don't know their names yet. I'm okay. like, you're learning. Listen, yeah, I'm learning their names. Find the names around the. Jersey. Yeah, I know faces though, but yeah, we had a great time. We had this one appetizer. It was like. Uh, Cheese wrapped with bacon. It was crazy. If y'all go to Capitol Grill, y'all gotta try it. <laughs> sure. like, what did you end up getting? What was your? What uh, was your I, I got a filet mignon. Uh-huh. Yeah. Nice. How do you have your steak cooked? There's only one answer to this for us, anyway. Medium rare. Ah. Uh, uh, that's dude. it. That's the only way. What his name? Forty two. Forty two. Curtis something. He he got medium rare yesterday. He tried to force me to get it. There was no. What way are you doing? Hold on. What are you doing here? Medium. Man? I just go medium. Okay. No. Listen, go no, me- medium no, no, no. rare. I used to go but well done. I'm. I'm okay. I'm you're going. working. You're working. You're working. Okay. okay. I was yeah. gonna say that was gonna be the first like maybe yeah. the first demerit there. No. We came out here with a well done on. <laughs> no. Period. No. I was like, no. Oh my goodness. Nathan grew up on a ranch in Montana. They raised cattle, and he had a dad. And it, and one of the things his dad said was, if you're gonna eat beef, you eat it medium rare. You don't eat it at all. That's right. If you're gonna eat a steak. That's right. So that's something that I took note of it immediately and then i've been doing it ever since and so that's the way that it's gone and my father taught me the same thing i was gonna say you come from a long line of croatian carnivores and we crush it <laughs> demand rare. medium rare or rare or you, rare you can even yeah. get rare. rare you're gonna like yeah rare, not me man. not for me no you can yeah. both <laughs> you're gonna get there i'm gonna try i'm gonna try medium no. rare next time do, i go out here's what beautiful here's what you do. let's do we will wade into it right maybe next order go medium what is it medium meat no medium medium rare yeah you say that Medium, medium rare. Then you get in between, mm-hmm. and then you get to medium rare. Then you get you're going to like it. It's 129 degrees, red, perfect, still right. warm, right? The all juice the flavor, is flowing. just enough for the fat to melt and matriculate into the meat, but you don't lose anything because mm-hmm. you know medium. You start to lose, you get a little more of the gray in there. We're talking top to bottom, red, delightful. Forget a man it. of your spirit, I think, demands yeah, it. Right. Yes, okay. yes. I, think I definitely got to try it. Next He's time come a long way, though. He's come from well done. Yeah. So we're, we're making <laughs> we're right there. We're getting there. Yeah, we're making progress. You know, which the, is good. the cool thing ab- about you is obviously uh, all of the all of the stuff we're talking about, and we're not even talking about how good you are. Right. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> all of this part, is like, yeah. that's right. Like, you're such a great personality. Just immediately, everyone wraps our, the fan base wraps their arms around you. And I don't know how many people who already love you just love you for the p- personality and have no idea how great you are. Right. And We've seen how great you are. That's the quarterback from Iowa home. State. That's what I didn't said. go well. <laughs> I don't know if he's. I don't know if he's able to answer. Uh, quite but frankly, that part of it. How excited are you to say? Wait, do right. you get a load of me? Exactly. That's that's the part I keep telling everybody about. Uh, that's what I told the guy at the restaurant about. Like, I'm glad you buy my jersey, but just just wait till I put the pads on. You're gonna be trying to buy a couple of jerseys. I'm just excited to be out there with guys like Miles Garrett. Hopefully, Jadavion Clowney comes back, and I know. When I have those guys next to me in the secondary that we have, I feel like I'm virtually unstoppable because there's nothing that I'm worried about. I feel like we have no weaknesses on our defense, whether it's the secondary or the, the linebackers or the um, D line. There's a lot of talent yeah, here. There's, there's tons, a whole yeah. lot of talent on defense. I've never been on a talent more, more talented defense like this before in my life. 
So here's the thing that I don't know people appreciate, and, and I don't know if you would agree with this assessment or if you would feel comfortable agreeing with it, but you played a lot of no's in college. Right. You're going to be playing a lot of three-tech yeah. here. There's a big difference in what you're asked to do right. at those two positions. One, you're trying to eat space, take on double teams, and allow right. other people to make plays. There's a three-technique. They want you penetrating yeah. and making plays in the backfield and getting out the court, which you're exactly. very good at. Right. So you could make a case that in college – you played a lot of the time out of position, out of necessity because of your size, right. and that's what you're trying to do in that defense. But you are actually going to be in a system now and in a scheme and in a position that actually suits your skills right. better. Exactly. Do you agree with that? Definitely, definitely agree with that. And I feel like it's just the the transition has been smooth so far because a lot of the plays that we're running now were a lot of the plays that we were running at the Senior Bowl. So I feel like the transition has been uh, uh, definitely easier because I just came in really knowing like some of the calls and like some of the names already just because we were at the Senior Bowl and then it's just exciting to know that the Senior Bowl was just a glimpse of what I could do at three. And that's what I say at the Senior Bowl you did right. play three tech right. and and you were the MVP. No big deal. <laughs> no big deal. No. Ball's not going to spike itself. No, we'll yeah. spike it for you. We'll spike it for you. We're not afraid at all. Yeah. Um, you, you, the other thing that comes with it is is you know when you think about perfect storms, part of that make getting a perfect storm is opportunity. And opportunity in the middle of this defense is here. Yeah. Uh, there's a lot of young guys. Um, there's a lot of room to fight for playing time. Um, when, when you when it all settled on draft day and you were able to, to your point, I mean, not how, how familiar can you be with every team in the NFL? But when you were able to look at the depth chart and go, okay, there is there's oper- there's a, right. probably as much opportunity here at defensive tackle as right. there is as anywhere in, in the, the league. league. Right. That's right. See, at first I was. Obviously, because I felt like I didn't shouldn't have been slipped to the fourth round. I was pissed at first, but then sure. after a while, I was actually happy. I felt like I was blessed to be in the position that I was in to be able to play around the people that I could be able to play around. I felt like I was like this was the perfect fit for me. Like everything about Cleveland just fits my personality, and the dog pound itself it just matches my identity as a whole. So after a while, I started to fall in love with the fact that I became a Cleveland Brown from the moment I got drafted. To be honest, realizing that I was going to be a part of something special. It's awesome. I'll take you back to the day that you got drafted. We came in here, and it was obviously the Browns had the third pick of, of the day. And I remember going into the cafe before, and Peepaw was like, where are you? The show's starting. I'm like, I'm here, Peepaw. I'm relaxed. I'm t- you know, I've got plenty of time Peepaw. here. So I'm down in there. I'm down in there in the cafe, and I ran into a couple people in our front office and a couple of the, the coaches on D that, that I know. And uh, a couple of we just kind of got to talking, and they're like, you know, who do, who do you like here? What do you think we're going to do? Perry on Winfrey, duh. And, and they all were like, they all gave me the look where it was like, I knew we were picking you. Right. <laughs> like, okay, yeah, that's what we're doing. Yes. And right. so, and then sure enough, so it happened. So it's uh, sometimes, and the one thing that you're going to, I think you'll learn and you'll find very quickly, and as soon as you get out there and put the pads on, like where you got drafted matters. Of course it matters on the sure. track, of course. And it matters in the length of the leash that they would give somebody who is not meeting the expectations they right. had for them. Right. But once you get out there and play, Nobody oh, talks about yeah, that. It's exactly. about who can play. Real talk. And I know you're going to be able to play. You're right. gonna, And I know you're going to work to make sure that you're able to do that. Exactly. And I think that's what's cool about it. And it gives you a little chip on your shoulder. Not that you right. needed one. You were born a dog. We know right. you had no choice. <laughs> it definitely was added motivation just seeing my name slip in the draft. And then it just clicked in my head. Like, once the draft is over, we're all rookies. Like, yeah. like, like five stars and four stars in college. Like, once you get to college – those stars don't matter. You got to go out there and perform. So I'm just ready to be able to go out there and just show the world what I can do. I like what you, real talk. That's yeah. how he described it. Real talk. That's real just, talk happens on the field. Yeah. Did you that's ever what I say to my son Bootsy? That's real right. Talk. Real talk. <laughs> is, real is, talk. is that a real, real talk or the real yeah. truth, Bootsy? <laughs> do you um, 
Did you in your time at Oklahoma? Did, were you ever able to drive the the schooner sooner? No, <laughs> they don't. They get let you near that thing. No, I wouldn't have got near it if I if I could. I'm not gonna lie. That thing to tipped you. over, man. Yeah, I, I know that was crazy. Did that tip over when you were there? No, it was a year before I came. You're aware of this. I've they seen the this, footage. The little the little chuck wagon comes out. Yeah, they got the little 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 horses. Yeah, like the Oregon Trail. And then it yeah. Dysentery. They don't even. It does, they don't even let it run. Like run no more. Like, it, like oh, now they go. They score. Like they just like. It's like slow. It just like walks around. <laughs> it goes back in. Smart man. Listen. Yeah. Too risky. Yeah, too, risky. too risky. Can't risk it. You get ever near those horses? How big are those things in real life? They're they're actually huge. I'm not gonna lie to you because I I actually know the girl and her mom who own the the horses Boomer and Sooner. So we have actually have been at their um at their farm and rode with the horses. So yeah, they're they're huge. That's incredible. Yeah. You I love, love this. Oh, I love, <laughs> oh, you love it. I love a college mascot. Well, I think their, and their dedication to that setup has always amazed me because it, oh, it's yeah. fallen more than once. It's tipped right. more sure. than once. Yeah. I think the only horse in the NFL is in Denver. Yeah, I'm they run mistaken. that white horse. Yeah. And it's a it's a beaut. It's a, it's beautiful a gorgeous steed. steed yeah. yeah. <laughs> There's no doubt it's yeah. Wait, it's like a real real horse. They have a real horse. They have a lady who rides the horse after they like do tech. good stuff. You know, Texas Tech has got yeah. the, that horse yeah. similar to that. Yeah. Oh, that's hard. It, yeah, it's pretty good. It's pretty good. We'll get to my M-Rock. M-Rock. Yeah. Oh, M-Rock in the same hoodie as I'm in. Well, we have Swagger. Guy. Have you met Swagger yet? No, I haven't met Swagger. Swagger Jr. He's a dog. Hey, yeah, Junior. Yeah, we're okay, at Junior ju- now. Yeah. Number two, the deuce, the deuce, as I call him. Yeah, as it was. <laughs> as, as we. As we we goose. Thanks, Goose. Um, yeah, so the way you see the dog. Yeah. It's going to be exciting. Man, it's it's a big dog. It is a big dog. It's got to be close to the size of a pony. It's like a bull mastiff or something, right? Yeah, it's an American mastiff. Yeah. yeah, it's a gorgeous dog. It's a beaut. Yeah, you'll beautiful. like him. I think you'll like him. So when you were at Oklahoma, one of the biggest Oklahoma fans is Jim Ross, right. who was used to be the announcer for the WWE. Now is announcing for AEW wrestling. Did you guys ever interact? Oh, he interacted a lot. Definitely, I a think lot. he probably is. Rec- has he been recruiting you? A little bit here and there. Yeah, there's no doubt <laughs> so in my mind that he was recruiting. Are you kidding me? This guy's ready to go out there and cut a promo. Oh, and, yes, fill a fill a stadium right now. <laughs> it's on. It's over. Let's go. Let's play, go. Play, I mean, we, we want a long, fruitful NFL career. Yes. Right. And then. And then, if you so choose. That's right. Yes. A transition. Long Definitely. and fruitful. But you're not. So people know how good you are at the microphone in your hand talking and getting animated. Right. But you went karaokeing Man. for Mr. Newsom's birthday. Most definitely. What did you select as the song? And in your opinion, did you crush it? We we were, we we sung uh, Charlene by Anthony Hamilton and we absolutely <laughs> crushed it, crushed it, crushed it. I wish I had a video for you guys. I wish you did too. We there is probably nobody else in that karaoke room that could have done what we did. It was unbelievable. There's nobody else. <laughs> so was it just like you guys do it and then just a drop? Yeah, we and just drop the mic and walk. Electric factory. Will you come back? Come back and join us. Be a regular. You know yeah. I will. That's try. my guy. You know yeah. I will. Uh, Great by the talking way, next to time, try, try the bone-in ribeye. Okay. Yeah. Bone-in ribeye, medium rare. Okay. Medium rare. I think you're going to yeah. be happy. Yeah. I think you'll be happy with <laughs> There's that. There's no doubt he's going to be happy. You throw a 24-ounce cowboy ribeye on the bone there, medium rare, the marbling, the flavor, the rib cap. Yeah. So you got to be ready to go back today. You, you run it back. on the rib cap. Oh, the rib cap alone is worth the price of admission. So soft, even Peapaw can get it. Peapaw down. can get three. Yeah, no, it get, takes yeah, him a while. You're going to make it, Peapaw. Harriet, <laughs> don't follow, don't follow them down that rabbit hole. Oh, yeah, no. Don't this is, follow them. The water's this is warm. where you want to be, right in here. Right. Water's I'll, warm. There's a reason he's behind the glass, right? Be sure to check out our Browns breakdown with Perry and Winfrey when that becomes available on the Browns YouTube channel, youtube.com slash Browns Kids Defensive Line Coach Chris Kiffin and I breaking down Perry and Oklahoma film. 
This is a guy who has a lot of potential to rush the passer as the Browns three technique. Now he's a young guy. He's got a lot to learn, but he's flashed some of that potential early in the offseason. And I know he's a guy. Ugras, he's a dog. Remember that, folks. To see him when the pads come on, I think is going to be an absolute treat at training camp. You're not going to want to miss that. Perrin's already got me jacked up. I'm ready to run through a wall. And a guy that's also ready to run through a wall because he is on the edge for this defense, Jadevian Clowney. That was the big piece. Address the passing game. Get Clowney back. The top two offseason priorities. Check, check. Clowney's back. I talked with him. Why the Browns? Why now? What are the goals? You're going to hear that as we wrap up this special edition of Cleveland Browns Daily on ESPN Cleveland. Cleveland Browns Daily on 850 ESPN Cleveland. Bo here for my friends at Renew Home Exteriors, where beautifying and protecting your home is their passion. Upgrade the look of your home, create a high return on investment with new siding from Renew Home Exteriors, ranging in every architectural style in over 50 colors. Receive $1,500 off and free insulation wrap plus 0% interest for qualified buyers. In addition, Renew Home Exteriors will meet or beat competitors' pricing and estimates by up to 10% or pay you 100 bucks. Beautifying your home with premium siding and roofing products at lower prices with Renew Home Exteriors. Visit RenewEstimate.com. For more, as we continue with this special edition of Cleveland Browns Daily, here's Nathan's exclusive one-on-one with Jadavian Clowney. Welcome back, brother. Good to see you. Uh, it's good to be back. It's good to be back. So when you're thinking about things this offseason, and I know last year, nine sacks, this defense had a great run at the end of the year, some unfinished business, perhaps you could say. What made you decide to come back to the Cleveland Browns? I just want to chase that Super Bowl. I think we got a shot at it. We had a great defense last year. We went out and got some more key players on offense and some more on defense. And I just feel like we got a shot. And uh, I wouldn't want to do it no better team than the one I just played with last year. Why do you think you were able to have the success that you did in this defense last year with the nine sacks as we talked about, and then hopefully to be able to build upon that this year? I feel like that was my first time really being in a traditional 4-3 and just really getting after the quarterback. And a great group of guys up front. It wasn't just me, uh, individual work. It was a team effort. And front end did their job. And the back end was doing their job. And we just had a total team thing together out there on defense. And I just hope we can continue to do that this year. Yeah, you think about the back seven, they're all back for the most part. And then you've got Miles Garrett back, obviously, opposite you. Let's talk about Miles. Obviously, he was out there on the recruiting trail trying to get you back here. What was he saying to you? And, and what were the guys saying trying to make sure you got back here in the brown and orange? Uh, he was really, was like, before I left last year, he was like, hey, you going to come back and mess with me? I say, yeah, we're going to have to make that run. We get a good, uh, a good staying going on offense, man, you know what we can do out here together. So I say, uh, let's see what we can do this. Let's run it back, and that's what we're doing, man. Try to run it back and go ahead and play better than we did last year. Was it good to just get back here on the field and get back with the guys? Oh, it felt great, man. I miss these guys. I told them I enjoy this part, man. This is a, like a exciting to me be out here kicking it with them. That's the most I get to talk to guys and just really just be around them and have a good time with them. So I, I'll be looking forward to that part. A lot of familiar faces, as we talked about, but some new ones as well. What's kind of it like, you know, getting back here? Every year is a new year in the NFL, but seeing this group, and, and does it feel any different? Does it feel any different than a year ago? I definitely do. It's like I'm not walking in on getting to know guys. I'm, I already know them, and that's a better feeling than just coming into a locker room where I got to learn new guys and learning a new system. Walking into a locker room now that I know, and I know the system, it's a much better feeling. Like, you know, it's just that feeling, man. Like, you just always excited. Like, I'm excited to be around them. I already know what I'm dealing with. I know who I got. I know what we can do together. Just hoping we can just take that another step forward, further and get where we need to get this season. 
Yeah, it's it's the first time in a while for you, right? Yeah. The same coaching staff, every every position room on the defense, the same, same principal players back on defense, same head coach, all of that. That's got to be nice, right? It's a great feeling. Like I said, I can play fast. I don't have to think that much. I know what's going on. I know who around me. I know how they play on behind me. I can know who look behind me and say, oh, I know this guy. I've been playing with him for a year. Like, I, you, you got to develop that chemistry with players. And I think just, just being with them over a year and, and going to year two, they know who I am. I kind of got a feeling of who they is. And I think it's going to work out a lot better this year than it did the year before. Really, the only kind of maybe new faces will be in between you and Miles, yeah. right? And so, what's it been like getting to know some of those guys? And I know we have a rather boisterous young fella in that room as well. Our draft pick out of Oklahoma, Perrion Winfrey. Hey, Perrion Winfrey, I think he's going to be a good player. I've been getting on him already. I told hey, you're going to be the biggest piece really to this defense. It all starts with the middle of the defense. Little do you know, they can talk about the ends all they want, but you really going to hold the defense together. It's like the, uh, the glue to the defense, the D-tackle. And, he got to play big for this year. He know that. I think he's coming to work every day right now. Since I've been seeing him, he's been working well. He's learning the playbook. And I'm just looking forward to seeing what he brings to the defense this year. Continuity on defense. We've talked about that. Offense, some changes. New quarterback, Deshaun Watson. Amari Cooper is into the fold as well. Now those running backs are back, and, and we're going to get tied in David Njoku back as well. But what's it been like just as you were observing? Because there was a lot of chatter out there already today, even in the seven-on-sevens, but observing that offense. You know that's my boy, Deshaun. And, uh, I was happy about him coming here. I told him if he come back, I was going to follow him. So when he came back here, I told him, hey, you know you got yourself another Cleveland Brown up there right now. They just get me up there. So uh, I, I already know he can bring to the team. I played with him. He's a great player to have on your team, a great leader. He can make he can make the plays out there on the field. And just looking forward to seeing what he's going to do out there. It's like a you just lock in and just be excited about, can't wait to see what happens. You look forward to a big play happening, knowing he can make it happen. And uh Knowing that on defense, he's just like, hey, this is go out there, do our job, rush that pass, and just get to that quarterback because we're going to get plenty of opportunities this year with him at quarterback. Did you try to lobby to be the only defensive guy going to the Bahamas? Oh, man, nah. I, mean, I tell y'all, do y'all thing. Y'all need to bond together. We're going to do our thing, the D-line. We're going to get together, do something. We're trying to work on that now. Well, Jeffy, it is great to see you. Sight for sore eyes. Welcome back to the Browns and excited to see what you guys get to do here in the 2022 season. Oh, man, glad to be back. Looking forward to it. Thank you. Well, we hope you enjoyed getting to know some of our players a little bit better on this special edition of Cleveland Browns Daily. We'll have much more tomorrow. The next level is coming up next. Thanks for listening, everybody. Cleveland Browns Daily, 850 ESPN Cleveland. You've been listening to Cleveland Browns Daily, a production of the Cleveland Browns and ESPN 850 WKNR.